Greetings, nerds. This is Cena Nerd. I'm your host, Sarah Belmont. And with me, as always, is our Mr. Producer, Will Polk. How are you doing tonight, Will? Oh, very well. How are you doing this evening, sir? I'm doing fine. That's good. That's good. Glad it to hear is. it. It is. I, I don't really know how to start tonight's show because we literally just have one news topic <laughs> and then yeah. two shows and a movie to talk about. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, basically, you know, the writer's strike, we, you know, at this point, it's just like everything is, even where people were said they were going to proceed, they are not proceeding. So it's just been like a laundry list of like, oh, Blade is, well, Blade's is in his own case. Blade is almost getting there in the, in the Flash movie realm of this like <laughs> problems of everything from directors to writers to you name it. But, uh, but you know, other things have, I know the Andor folks were Tony Gilroy is giving us some grief, but long and short of it, with the writer's strike, a lot of things, as we talked about, and don't need to really go into much more, things are being put on hold, and and it's only been a week and a half, two weeks, so. <laughs> you know, um, it's funny, amidst all of these on-hold delay items, I saw um, an announcement that The Bear Season 2 will be dropping on June 22nd. Yeah, yeah, but it's yeah, yeah. But I guess, which yeah. which I'm just putting out there because for those who haven't watched the Bear season one, I believe will included, um, you should if yeah. especially if some of the shows that you have watched are being postponed or delayed, it's an easy binge. Um, there is one particular episode that is pretty well done. Like it's like man, that directing inter- fascinating. Yeah. Um, but and I believe they're half hour episodes. I, I I binged it. I feel like all in one day because they're half hours and I think they're only eight episodes. So it's like yeah. when I say an easy binge, an easy binge. Um, but it's pretty. It's dark humor, mm-hmm. but not too dark. Like, I mean, the the main actor on the show um, used to play Lip on Shameless, and I watched Shameless for like a good multiple seasons that's dark humor (laughs) (laughs) this is like like two steps down but still up there um but anyway i i was excited about that because when when i just hear about cancellations and delays or just people projects being pushed on hold um then i'm i'm like okay now is the time for people to start uncovering these shows that when all of your shows were on, oh, I can't watch it right now. But now's the time to get on board. So we'll see what happens within it's that coming months. That are you sure you haven't been like stalking my YouTube watching? Because like it's so funny. The Bear is one of the shows that I do have on my list. Because speaking of the writer strike and delays, um, the I, I was watching a um, one of my, my usual shows, Dan Lebertar show. Mm-hmm. And uh, he was, and so they had him, the the one of the lead writers of the show, mm-hmm. uh, on there to talk about how it's impacting writers, and and um, and I guess he's a pretty young kid. I mean, African American kid. Uh, I can't remember his name right now, but uh, but he was talking about how the, the writers strike, and they're in the process of I think working on the Bear season three, and um, you know everything is just ground to a halt, and. And people like him, who you know, who do do shows for streamers, is a good example of, um, you know, 
some of the things that the writers are dealing with in that uh, they're not there's no you know, equitable payment for people who do a lot of writing on streamers because um, you know there's a shorter episode count and and this and so uh, but yeah it was really it was really I was really like okay I got check this show out because I I I, I really liked um, the things they talked about it and I was like oh yeah I'm gonna add this to my list. <laughs> Yeah, everybody take note. He added it to his list after he heard from the writer. Not when I recommended it. No, no, but I was well. It's I was more. It's more like okay, it, your your <laughs> recommendation further justifies my my intent to watch it. <laughs> no, I'm just saying. I, I yeah. I'm pretty sure I watched it like a year ago. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, yeah. I mean, exactly. I know it's been around for a while. It's just one of the, it's like you said, it's just a lot of content that's out there. And because now things may get delayed, it, a lot of hidden gems may be discovered because of, yeah. because of, of, of stoppages. Yeah. Um, and um, Superman and Lois um, is currently on the bubble for renewal. Um, it's not, um, Will is being pessimistic when he wrote this note because he's saying it's not looking likely that it'll happen. And um, with that in mind, um, this season would make a hell of a lot more sense to me <laughs> if it doesn't get renewed. Because I feel like this is, in a weird way, um, Batwoman season three. <laughs> mm, well, I don't know. I wouldn't go there. I, I have to disagree with you on this one. I'm not saying in terms of quality. I'm just okay, saying okay. in terms of like how safe they've played this season. Okay. Um, they're not, they're clearly not looking to really start any, we're going to answer this question two seasons from now, mm. because we don't even know if we're going to get a next season. Like, I don't know. There's something about it yeah. where it's not as strong and like, let's start these mysteries. Um, let's, let's have multiple storylines. They do have all of that. But what I'm saying is, they they're not they they're not plant, planting a lot of seeds. Okay, they planted like two seeds, and those two seeds are growing, and and then we got the children's storyline. Yeah, <laughs> but before yeah before we get too deep into the episode this week, I do want to go back to why I was being a little pessimistic in the note <laughs> uh, because uh, a couple things have happened this week. I guess upfronts are starting to happen with the various networks and. Uh, of course, we we have talked about in months past about the CW being bought by another company, and they are you know, basically completely revamping their focus on on that network. And so today, uh, of course, earlier this week, Walker, uh, the Jared Pedalecki show that was um, was renewed for a final season, another season, final season, reduced episode count. And then there was some articles about whether or not the DC show, the remaining DC shows, basically Superman, Lois, and Gotham Knights, uh, were going to get renewed or not. And earlier in the week, it was on the bubble, but then uh, Walker Independence, the Winchesters, and Kung Fu were all canceled today. And uh, an, an article in both Variety and uh, Hollywood Reporter is looking like one DC show may remain, but it more like but odds are that it would be gotham knights because it's actually cheaper <laughs> to be produced 
than than Superman and Lois, which of course we've talked about the production values and everything a bit, you know, before. Uh, and it, it is, you know, it is like sort of next level. You know, it is more closely production value wise to something you'll see on a regular network or even HBO Max than say what you are used to on a CW. So that's why, just to give some context to why I think it's might, you know, it, at this point I was hopeful that. We would get this maybe fourth and final with the reduced episode count, but it may not even get that now. So just a little, yeah, I just wanted to give a little context to, to, why, to why, why I was like, oh, this is not looking good. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, I knew you probably had your reason um, yeah. for, for putting that out there like that. Um, yeah, so, so with this week's episode, what did you think? I actually like this week's episode. It's, it's, um, to your point, I, I will. It is telling a, sto- a story that is very self-contained to this season. Um, at least parts of, it, at least what the the Bruno Mannheim pieces of this this episode this episode and this season. But there were some things, and even with the reveal, and you know, to get into some of the, you know, we've been talking about Lex Luthor showing up and some of the things that we learned in this episode about Lex. Uh, it could also be resolved in this season or if they are lucky enough to get picked up for a, a another season the ramifications of what we learned in this episode could also be uh told in in in, in subsequent seasons so you're right i mean the way this episode the season has been written it could go they based you know maybe the showrunners definitely took the approach of like let's not have things loose ends hanging out there in the event we get canceled right yeah yeah, I mean, that was the only reveal, right? That, um, yeah, because what has been driving me crazy for with the show this season is it's another episode where majority of the time our main characters are figuring out things that the audience already knows. Mm-hmm. Great. That's so entertaining. <laughs> Please. What? I just I I need to like actually talk to a TV writer and yeah. understand what what drives them to to ha- have these reveals like mm-hmm. these shocking twists and then and then like but but you only reveal it to the audience so you have to wait another few episodes for your characters to actually catch up And that just, it just drives me crazy. And also, also, people, what was Mannheim's endgame? I don't understand this. Okay, Mm. I understand he told John Henry Henry Irons, if you ever show your face here, I'm going to kill you. Mm. But his daughter was right there. His son was right there. And he's just like, get him out of the room. We're going to kill him. And they'll never figure it out. (laughs) I don't. What was the plan here? I don't get it. And also, he's been worried about Pia the entire dinner, which that must have been like a five-course meal with the amount of time they were in that restaurant. Yeah. Um, For the entire dinner. And yet he, it it takes him like, it, it takes him so long to realize by her continuing to use her powers, she is like, it's killing her. And he, he just I don't I don't understand him like this episode I understood him up until this episode and then this episode I'm like you're supposed to be this guy with a big long end game 
I don't see it with some of these moves you're making. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think the well, well, it, part of it, part of the the lack of the end game, I think, is this, you know, because it, it is that room, it's the 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 Capulets and the, uh, the Romeo and Juliet thing going with the parents here, except they don't know one another. And so they're taking that classic story and putting it with the Mannheims and John and the Irons family, uh, because if, if if Bruno had known that that was John it? Henry's daughter, yeah, he didn't he didn't know. No one knew. That's the thing. That's that's the thing that that like why he whenever John Henry like you know figured that you know went to the when he whenever he was talking to the I guess Earth, whatever Earth they're on now. Number John Henry's sister, um, the doctor. Whenever she mentioned the name of the restaurant, that's when he put the things together. As far no, as no, like, no. Oh, I, yeah. I know that. I yeah. I watched the episode too, but like that. Thank you for bringing this up, actually, because another issue I had with Mannheim this episode is how the hell did he not know about Nat? He, that's I right. could have sworn. When mm-hmm. he last saw John Henry Irons, he talked to him as if, "Oh, I know, I know you. You're, you're, you're someone else." But and I did all this research, and I'm planning to kill all your family. Granted, I guess, yeah, he could be talking about just about the family he's aware of of yeah. this earth. But still, like, it's been a few weeks. Are you telling me that he never like did some digging in on this new guy to make sure there were no other threads like between him and Lois? I don't know who's lacking in the investigation skills right now. <laughs> <sighs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think I mean, I, I hear your point on that, but I think I, I, I took whatever they had that encounter earlier in the season. I, I think he meant John, the the John Henry A for for lack of a better use uh f- that he killed earlier i think he was telling john henry b from you know from the other alternate earth that uh he was he was he was going to kill the rest of that family i don't think he was aware of of nat because i know they you know i think you know seasons before i mean that was pretty pretty um pretty underground you know as far as right being out there and stuff so you know as far as any any i mean as far as like you know and and, uh, any like you know social media or or any kind of like trace or whatever things that a person would normally have that you could find in 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 records it just doesn't exist so i think that's why he didn't have her that's why he he didn't know about that maybe maybe i um, well, he also does mention like he doesn't go to Smallville, but it's been on his list recently. Yeah. So um, <laughs> I just I don't know. It's I. OK, so let's go back because I don't think I don't know if you fully um, addressed what I was getting at. But okay. um, so you brought up John Henry Irons not knowing and and like this like Romeo and Juliet thing. Mm-hmm. Um and I'm pretty sure it was the Capulets and the Montagues, if I'm yeah. not mistaken. That's correct. Um, so, so how does that help justify the writers um, having Mannheim just see John Henry Irons and be like, okay, get the kids out of the room. I'm going to kill Nat's dad. Like, not in front of her. Mm-hmm. But she clearly will know it's me. <laughs> 
Yeah, that is a plot hole. Who's a loose end that I then have to kill? But that's my my son's girl. Yeah, I don't. I just yeah. don't understand what he was thinking. <laughs> yeah, well, that that I, though though that is that's just basically yeah. Nat has yeah that that is a that it was a whole one. Another whole two. The other whole with the whole sequence was once you did take him out of the room. Why did he hesitate to like shoot him? I mean, because I mean, it was like clear plot armor as far as like that the john the steel suit coming from across the, yeah, <laughs> from, yeah 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 so yeah or, so there were just, there were a couple problems with 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 that whole sequence as far as right. what happened then then and there yeah yeah it's just yeah it was and then well when pia when we all think pia's dead i was like okay good because he's gonna blame not only john henry but also superman for pia's death even though it was he kind of did it like you have that blind rage so i get it um but but she's not dead um they i like how i need to take her to the hospital and then before we know it (laughs) next scene they're clearly at the dod i was just like Oh, so Superman's a liar. Cool. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, that's not going to go over well. <laughs> nope. <laughs> so it's just, it's, um, so I, I was like, oh, you're so there. And then it was, it was weird. I, call me crazy, Will, or call okay. me just like being a bit too aggressively nitpicky. But it was odd to me how majority of this episode, Clark is like, we got to, I don't care if Pia has cancer. Mm-hmm. We're taking, we're taking her and Mannheim da- down. And mm-hmm. at this point, he didn't know she had powers. He didn't know, like, she, she's clearly badass. No, he just knew she's a, a, a wife. Yep. Mother with cancer. Mm-hmm. Let's mm-hmm. take her down. By the end of the episode, oh, I'm having second thoughts about <laughs> she's yeah fine she's almost dead she's just not dead yet so we can let her go (laughs) and john is like uh what so i yeah like like they're doing this weird thing with lois and clark like Mm -hmm. both of them every episode they like have a clear opinion Mm -hmm. and then they switch sides by the end of it and i'm just like why why are we doing this <laughs> well yeah I, I yeah i mean that um yeah that that that's a very good point that you bring up there as far as clark because he he was like no matter no matter what the yes it it, it, it was going it's very brutal it's a very like not cool thing to do but i mean bruno's a bad dude and and you know like you said even though he didn't know at that point that she was automatopia, uh, you know, it was it was kind of like collateral damage be be damned. We it, we got a the bigger point here is we got to bring Manhunt of justice, and then yeah, and then at the end it's like he's being all humanitarian and like oh, are she safe here? You know, do we have to keep her here? Do we have to keep her locked up? I mean, the next you know the next thing is will he allow Manheim and uh, Mateo to go visit? I mean. Yeah, and I, and I did like that reality check that John you know, had there. Um, and 
but you're right. I mean, they 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 have had this like back and forth feelings and uh, flip flopping emotions and, and motivations uh, through throughout. Um, and I felt like with Lois and that since we're on that topic, mm-hmm. I, mean, I felt like for, for it seemed like they were overcompensating. Yeah. For for Lois earlier in the episode on that particular point. Um, Anyway, where she was like, this is, you know, she's like, if we start doing this, we're going to go into tabloidism and stuff. But I mean, the point wasn't, I mean, I know the head, I mean, you could adjust the headline, but at the substance of the story was here are the bad things that Bruno Mannheim is doing. That's not tabloid. That's just your investigative reporting. See, and that's where I got a little bit confused with the dialogue, yeah. because when she used the word tabloid, I'm like thinking to myself, are they proposing a story where they just are like, hey, guess what, world? Mannheim is married to this woman. Mm-hmm. Because that's the converse. That's what it felt like to that's, me. Yeah. Where they wanted to bring up that even. And, and I'm thinking in my mind, I'm like, that's not journal. <laughs> like, where, that's, yeah. You can go after him, but. Why, why would you bring up the family? And then Clark has this line, um, his secrets can like, if he has the secrets, the others that they both share could be much danger, much more dangerous. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't know. It's just like that conversation was very confusing to me as about what the story was Yeah, because they just found out he was married because none of them are true investigators. (laughs) I can't. Uh, can they do a story about how they did not know that? Like, yeah. thank you. Yep. yep. Um, it took. Yeah. It took. Sam, it took Sam Lang and the DOD to like for, their, for him to figure it out. Well, it took Sam and the DOD for like Lois to get get like anywhere on this on this case that she has been wanting to do for like years. Yeah. Um, because he just so happened at this very moment to finally have the files. And it's like, all right, what, what, <laughs> what? Yeah. that's like serendipitous, but granted that tape, um, of Lex confessing wouldn't have meant anything at the time because they right. wouldn't have been listening for that sound, true, true, whatever. True. Um, uh, but, but I, so yeah. I, I do have one other, another thing to, before I forget, um, yeah. well, you gotta you gotta jog my memory about this. But last week when we got the quote unquote Mannheim Pia love story, yeah. did it seem like Pia had her powers mm-hmm. pre cancer? Yes. Okay. Yeah. And which which runs contrary to I don't know if it was in universe or or out of universe as far as on this particular earth. That people just didn't have superpowers. Um, if I recall, you know, because once we establish that this is not the Arrowverse, and that, you know, I don't know if they've had any mentions of Batman or any other, you know, or or, or Flash, or I mean, I, I know there was like I know Diggle has shown up, but you know, but that's a different John Diggle. Um, that and I think that rate that big, you know, that rate opens the door to you know, um. The the uniqueness or or people or or super villains haven't been really discovered. I think that's why I like the XK and all these other things were such a big deal, if I recall from previous episodes or previous seasons. Uh, but yeah, but to your point, um, it's very clear that to me it it 
regardless of the other thing that I just brought up, the, the powers pre-existed cancer. Okay, because I was under the impression, but I mean, everyone else was going through these experiments as he tries to find a cure for her. Mm-hmm. But there, one of the side effects is this this power. Um, it is interesting, though. I don't know much about the characters' origins in the books or anything, but I do, I do, and I know you love this movie so much. But um, it just reminds me of um, Jane from Love and Thunder and the whole like mm-hmm. power, <laughs> which which is a very interesting idea. I just wish yeah. they would execute it a little bit better about. And I like how they're using a villain in this sense. Um, that's a compelling motive um, mm-hmm. to have of like, like I'm dying. I'm, I'm, it's, it's an, it's a very interesting thing. I just wish like some of the writing was a little bit tighter around here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cause I mean, it seems that since the powers pre, if the powers priests, and it will make sense that the powers pre-existed her coming coming down with cancer. It's because unless because I think I'm trying to think with the other people that they did the experiments on, didn't they have pre-existing conditions and then they were using the experimental drugs to um they all they all um were diagnosed with cancer. Right, right. Um, and then they were using the experimental drugs to um, to try to cure it, and um, but maybe that just increased the power, which ultimately continues to drain. Um, I I'm sure like that whole lady in the hospital, mm-hmm. um, when she talked about like that period of time when um, Pia was sad in high school and disappeared, kind of like I'm sure she like got inadvertently signed up for some kind of experiment and that led to like a radiation overdose and ironically like you're like i it's gonna all bleed into like why she has cancer and and all yeah. of that and, but, and, and, yeah and also it could also bleed into the hops bay because oh absolutely because of and and maybe ties back to lex and lex core as far as why manheim has a vendetta against lex luthor well, uh, maybe, he didn't kill him. He just mm-hmm. made sure that he didn't kill Lex, right. and he was certainly trying to kill John. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if he has so much of a vendetta. He just he used the players to manipulate the game to get what he wanted. Yeah, um, well, and he had he had the queen to to take out all of his opponents. So so it's. Yeah. Uh, I don't know why I was using chess metaphors there for this minute. I don't play chess, but anyways. No, 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 no. It's 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 definitely um, what you are. You, you, you should be a screenwriter, even though right now you couldn't write because I mean you're definitely playing chess while a lot of times these shows play checkers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely yeah. a question. <laughs> <laughs> no, but one thing I, before we move off of that, I was just trying to think like as far as motivations and 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 how she, she, you know with the Hobbs Bay and, and and experimentation and stuff as far as how she acquired her powers and like you said, I mean there she did whenever they were talking to the other patient when when, when Clark and Christy were talking to her. I mean she definitely knows a lot more to you know 
about her background and, and maybe that period, like you said, is when she, I don't know if it ties to Lex or, or maybe to the, the John Henry, you know, on, I mean, I know the John Henry a on this earth that, that man have killed, you know, if it ties to him, uh, as far as, you know, black ops and experimentation that, that caused PA to get, get this way. I, I don't know, but it, yeah, it, it's definitely some, uh, we'll, we'll, with the five episodes we have remaining, I'm sure we'll get maybe more as far as how her powers came about. Well, that and an ending, especially if it's going to be the last ending yeah. of the show um, or the final ending of the show. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, I'm still, I'm still calling it. Jordan will factor into this equation at some yeah. point. Mannheim, Mannheim, yeah, he made like his son and Nat get out of the room, but I don't think he's gonna be have any um, problem killing one of the Kent kids. <laughs> <laughs> not at all, not at all. That, yeah, I was, I'm glad. Yeah, turn into them real fast. Uh, uh, I I I like this. I like the, actually the fact that, that they really drew a lot of just uh you know tension and, and that conflict between these two i mean a lot of times they're usually supportive but this week it actually you know it gets to the whole point of what clark has been trying to to share with jordan as far as using using his powers and and and, and responsibility of that um even though jordan you know, did not have to go there <laughs> that was a super low blow that he like delivered to jonathan as far as the coffee coffee god meant um with with the training in the firehouse and stuff right right he uh what was more more like annoying was like his ignorance about the comment when he was talking with sarah i'm just like dude grow up yeah really yeah really really um do do you want to switch over to central city yeah, I think uh don't think yeah, other than the like I know we thought we talked around Lex a little bit. I guess we are gonna finally get uh I think one big re- other, I guess, reveal not only the that like so we were talking about the Thals figuring out that the that the Kents may have uh, wrongly uh imprisoned Lex and uh, or or I mean Lex seems like he's a it's Lex Luthor, so he's probably done some other stuff, but I like I like the the, the conflict and the ethical issue that they have raised here um with lois and clark's methods uh that may have inadvertently you know put the wrong man in prison so i i am i am hope i'm very hopeful that we'll get a good payoff with the that storyline that they have developed here yeah um okay um what what about the flash uh basically we just needed to watch the last two minutes <laughs> <laughs> nah, it this is like so just when this is like why I guess we just we be abandoned this show. Yes. Because just when they were like, I was like, all right, we're finally getting some good traction. We had two good episodes in a row, and then all of a sudden I felt like we were back to that interlude shit that like that has where the hero's not even around except for like, you know, I mean Grant got yeah, he showed up for like a minute. <laughs> and then he was gone again and it was just like really you know you're down to your last four episodes and your titular character only is in literally like less than five minutes of the episode maybe five but it was just 
Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, there was a reason why last week we I made the comment that I like how the episode didn't include, hey, this is what's going on on Earth, like, or in present day while Barry is experienced. Like, it was just a solid Barry story. Mm -hmm. um, I did not realize part two would be exactly what was going on without him. Yeah. I'm like, Damn it! <laughs> do, we, do we really need this at this point? Why? Why? And also, okay, speaking about just fast forwarding to the final two minutes, how in the hell does it prove that, like, I'm going to take this bullet out of my chest and that's mm -hmm. going to prove I'm Eddie Thawne? Like, I get it. Like, run the forensics. It came from Joe, Joe's gun or his gun or whatever. I forget which gun he used. But, like... I really hated that line. So as much as I was like, okay, I get it. What? Well, okay. Um, let's remember the good times, literally, yeah. because it's all season one flashbacks. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's just, um, like, I'm sorry, Danielle Panabaker, you're great. You're a great actress. Mm -hmm. um, I I can't I can't with you anymore. Like. Yeah. I, I and and man, man, like there is a reason why we stopped talking about the show because if I have to give lectures about stakes, yeah, <laughs> more time. Yeah. I'm sorry, it's just it's a big red flag that always comes up when I watch this this show. Is mm -hmm. like I don't understand the showrunner at all. I don't understand how you can have these lines about like. Oh, I need to like everybody has to be alive when Barry gets back. It's like, well, duh. I mean, yeah. Caitlin literally has nine thousand lives. She's been yeah. killed five times. Yeah, <sighs> so I, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I, I fast forwarded through some of that stuff, and then because um, you know, one like with the Keone character is like all of a sudden you just. And just manifested all these these extraordinary powers just at the time we like need a convenient method to like get this crystal out of uh, out of Chillblane and 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 all and I was just like I mean like yeah and I felt like even as I was watching like I said God bless Dan Daniel Panabaker she she is uh, I mean. I just felt like, okay, everybody's just here. I, I don't want to ever impugn anyone's artistic integrity or, or you know, because they are professionals and I respect their work. But, you know, I just had to feel for them as uh, as uh, having to deliver this stuff. And, it, and, it, and I have to say, it did, even that I don't know if it's because Kayla Compton was directing and it was her first time doing it or whatever, but I just I just felt like everybody was just like, yep, we're just running out the clock here. Yeah. Yeah. Except for except for Rick Costnet. Now I will say, getting to the things I did like about the episode, I, you know, and as you said, I mean, it really was again those first season vibes that, you know, as far as just um as, as the whatever, you know, thing to happen whenever he went to the vort into the uh, singularity at the end of season one and and now magically comes back and he's Malcolm Fawn and for the last I guess eight years, nine years, 
he's been walking around at Mercury Labs, and, and no one was like, you know, you look like that cop that died eight years ago. I mean, I mean, yes, I know somebody in Central City surely could have would have bumped into him that he that 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 knew about him. Um, but uh, that's that's neither that you know that. So I got I, I don't know how they're gonna. And maybe I'm overthinking as far as trying how they how they're going to explain that plot point away. Um, if he's been in Central City all this time as Malcolm Gilmore, um, he just ha- who just happens to look like Eddie Thawne. Um, yeah. See, I don't I don't think he's been in the city all that time. Okay. Okay. So okay. Yeah, yeah. I think like clearly th- something's going on with the timeline. Mm. Um. I think he like just was like put there almost, mm-hmm. um, but for for one or maybe he's from another Earth. Yeah, that's possible. Like, that's possible. like I just I I agree with you. Like he really can't have been from that time. Like that makes no sense because like within ten minutes, half of Central City recognized. Him. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he was so, like, yeah. I mean, because yeah, Eddie was very prominent. He was head of the Madison Task Force right. and all those things. So it's not like he could just walk around. Right. Yeah. yeah. So, so, but granted, it is Eric Wallace. So likely he'll have been around the entire time. So but. that's true. That's true. Yeah. But so I did like that aspect of the episode as far as just like you know, seeing the flashbacks, him trying to figure out who he was and. And um, and I could now I, as far as the uh, police officer who did speaking to the point of recognizing him, I can't remember if she was from the first season or not. Uh, I mean, I w- recently watched the first season again. I don't know if she was part of the task force or if it was just, um, or just um, or or, or that's you know, now she's worked her way up into a leadership position. But um, but I, you know, to my point earlier, I think that's you know that's what would have happened. So I, I hope they do explain that. But uh, yeah, but as we talked about it, it you did say Eddie Thawne last week. Whenever we were joking about uh, the whole Cobalt Blue adaptation, uh, even though uh, whenever we were wondering how they were going to to do it, and, and you know, in this case, it wasn't a long lost brother of Eddie. It was actually Eddie. <laughs> mm. But but. Um, but uh, yeah, it, we'll just sort of see. I guess the the thing is now is like with the crystal. I, I guess I know in the comics, it is it is tracking the comics in the sense that uh, Cobalt Blue did use people who were close to to Barry in, in, in a comic book. Barry, this was after Crisis, so he was dead. Um, but, so um, he uh, he you know he he, he used the powers to like you know get familiar with people that barry was familiar with uh, to betray their trust like a lot of things that are happening in the episode now um but um yeah but i guess you know i guess the the thing about the crystal here i guess you know i guess it's tied to the fawns so uh and i did see spoiler alert folks if you you jump ahead if you don't want to hear this but tom Cavanaugh is returning for the the final episode so we will it is all tied to the negative speed force and reverse flash and we'll get you know we saw bond last week as far as the map original eobard prior pre uh absorbing harrison wells's visage uh and we'll get the uh, tom Cavanaugh version as well so um 
So well, I'll be interested to see how all this interplays, and I guess we'll get it next week as well as more side adventures with characters we really don't care about. Yeah, yeah. All right, and then that brings us to um, spending five minutes to talk about Guardians. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know we we spent longer on Superman and Lewis, but. No, nah, you need more than five minutes. So we're going on about the Flash. <laughs> you told me two minutes. Yeah, I, I know. I, know. I just had to. It. I just had to vet. I just had to vet. It's just like yeah. it's so frustrating with that show. Sorry. <laughs> um. Yeah. So, um, what were your thoughts on Guardians? I want to hear your thoughts first. Why? <laughs> I just do. I just do. I want to hear what you have to say. I always, I always like to go second so I can just jump off a point you make. And then <laughs> do it. Um, All right. I, yeah. uh, th- this this movie, it's it's good. It's it's mm-hmm. a good movie. I laughed out loud. I did like a weird because there were not a lot of people in the audience at my showing. Um, so I noticed that I was like silently laughing. <laughs> <laughs> because and other people were laughing but yeah like when i say a few people i mean like maybe five okay. um and i like for those who don't re- realize like remember i live in alaska okay so like five people in the movie theater crowded great, um yeah. <laughs> yeah so like i'm not i'm not surprised by that um at all mm-hmm. um i like this movie um i I really enjoyed it. I did not like spend. I'm so glad I maybe saw one trailer mm-hmm. because I did not spend the entire time being like, oh, this part hasn't happened. So that means this. like I didn't. I was just like in the story, mm-hmm. watching things happen, watching the jokes or mm-hmm. listening to the jokes. I was. Yeah. And um, yeah, overall, it was a good movie. I. Yeah. 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 Uh, overall, yeah. Same. I, I I really enjoyed it too. And um, to your point about the trailers, uh, this they had, Gun and did a mass did a really solid job of like setting up expectations that and head fakes because we all thought you know when we saw that first trailer we all thought Rocket was going to get it <laughs> you know that 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 we're going to have a death. Oh, Oh uh, yeah, I remember us talking about it. We were like, we even joked like Rocket's gone, but um, like then I was definitely being sarcastic. I because I could have sworn everybody thought Drax was going to go or Drax. I mean, somebody was yeah. I mean, ra- well, that's my point. If the trailers like you know even like Peter with one of the third one of the other I think the second trailer with whenever like with, with the scene where we see them carrying a drunken Peter out, you know they were they basically used the marketing very well to like. Have us all guessing which which uh, which guardian was going to get it, and, and um, but that being said, I mean I did really enjoy the film. Uh, I know after right after watching it, it, really since as far as since Endgame, really only two films I've really like gone back to see in a theater more more than once has been uh, No Way Home and Wakanda Forever. Um, and you know, this one will be the third because just, yeah, I just haven't had, had opportunity to yet, but, um, uh, I, yeah, I just, uh, all, I really, really did, really did like this movie. Uh, I felt like, okay, you know, uh, thinking ahead to, uh, to the, uh, DC in the room, I, um, 
with with Gunn uh, being heading up the creative side of the studios. I, I think we're, we'll 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 be getting good films from uh, Warner Brothers um, moving ahead. So um, so yeah, that, those are my just overall thoughts of the film. Yeah. When you said DC in the room, I was like, oh, that's the new streaming service. <laughs> like, the way you said it, I was just like, what is that? And then it took me a while. I was like, okay, yeah. when he's in the room with the, got it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Um, yeah. So, um, I don't know why I'm blanking. Like I did like oh, no. this. Um, I'm just like I don't know what what to necessarily talk about because well, it's a I, movie people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I think we. I mean, I guess maybe just overall, instead of beat by beat, as far as like you know plot points. I mean, I I think overall themes for me with this movie was, uh, you know, it it, it was, you know. We finally, one, we got rocket, you know, to one pop point. I mean, we did finally get the, the rocket origin story, and you know, it's been something that that you know, for through the first two films, uh, we were uh, one wondering like what we, you know, it's been touched on and and all and rocket's denial of like that he is a raccoon, and so you know, so it was really you know, it was a lot. We got like we got that finality as far as like with third with with people's stories like with with rocket accepting who you are um and and, and also just as far as the guardians of a whole you know i just recently rewatched the first one and um and that element of like found family and that family drop dynamic and how you you know you know all these people have lost families along the way like peter lost his mother drax lost his you know, Gamora and and Nebula, you know, had a brutal family life with, you know, with what Thanos did to both of them. But they all came together and now, you know, we, we do get that family unit. And and then even we as the audience got it, especially, you know, with the end there with when when group was like, I love you guys. And so, you know, so those, those kind of themes were really something that I thought I was just, you know, had a, a, a just a goofy grin as I was watching this movie because I just... You know, it was the first MCU film in a long time, other than, like I said, the, the two that I mentioned, where I really felt invested in the story. Right. Yeah. Granted, Rocket was going to go and play with his other friends, like, yeah. and not return. Like, if he had a choice, he was kind of yeah. pushed, pushed aside. Yeah. He was told not not now, later. Not now. Yeah. Yeah. Later. You're, you're currently banned from the clubhouse. Um, yeah. yeah. You, you killed us. Yeah. Um, hmm. I'm like going through my notes, being like, ah, everything seems so stereotypical to talk about. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just so tired. Um, God, there was something else you brought up that I would I was gonna touch on besides just making that comment about. Rocket's family. Yeah, the flashbacks were were good. I was surprised by how much. Um, mm-hmm. but at the end of the day, I liked it. I I was fine with Rocket being technically benched 
the mm-hmm. majority of the film because yeah. his story was used to actually give our villain motive, mm-hmm. um, a very good motive, a very interesting motive because you have the creator who yeah. ultimately, yeah, the guardians kill him, but at the same time, his downfall comes because he can't handle, um, because of his own desire for perfection, I guess you would yeah. say. Mm-hmm. Um, and also just annoyance that his cre- like rocket is the one who surpassed him. Like he figured out something that even he couldn't figure out. Yeah. Um, so he's both, both in awe of it and like, um, angry at it. And I thought that was depicted really, really well. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I I like the like the flashbacks. The one thing about the rocket storyline that I did, especially when you bring up um, the first film, mm. is <sighs> Groot. Mm. Like there was something magical in that first room, first film, just because of Groot and Rocket. Like mm-hmm. they were a tag team. Mm-hmm. So like I don't know. Gun, maybe you should have thrown in a little like. And after he escaped the crazy place, he met Groot. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's just yeah. It, that was that was one of the things where there's so many callbacks and to your point, a lot of like full circle moments for these characters and for this franchise. Yet one of the most loved things was like pushed aside. I mean, we spent. 45 minutes hearing about how Peter wants to save his best friend. Drax, of course, rightfully so, stepping in, say, second best, because yep. Rocket is Groot's best friend. Come on, people. Yeah, yeah, Groot or Groot's son. I mean, either, yeah, it's, that's, that's the case, yep. <laughs> yeah, yeah, which, the, yeah, now I'm just thinking about baby Groot and how that would work, but yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah, um, I like Adam Warlock. I, I'm I'm hearing a lot of people give shit to Adam Warlock. I didn't mind that he was stupid. Yeah, um, it makes, yeah. I thought his jokes worked. His hug joke worked far more than the hug joke in Quantumanium. Totally, totally. And I guess, yeah, and I, I don't, yeah, I don't have the, the, the encyclopedic knowledge of Adam Warlock from the, you know, I mean, I've heard of the character before, but, uh, you know, but, you know, and I do see a lot of uh, angst out there among fandom uh, of the character, uh, you know, they, 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 uh, that they were expecting, you know, when they heard Adam Warlock, but I mean, this is the movie about big guardians and it's not about Adam Warlock and he was, he was a supporting character and, you know, and the seeds, and they didn't, and they, I, I, one other point that I liked about how they explained why he was, you know, was such a goof <laughs> was, you know, that he was taken out too soon. And they actually, like, I mean, the seeds of, uh, I think I was, I don't know if it was Koi John Drew or somewhere, maybe Winston, I was listening to Harloff's review, and mm-hmm. they made the point that, um, or maybe it was, maybe it was another one, but uh, bottom line that, we they planted the, the seed of Adam way back in the first film where he was actually we saw briefly maybe on nowhere that where where that he was in 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 the egg mm-hmm. um, and so and so it makes sense for even though he had the amazing debut which I think people were that's the warlock that people were expecting throughout the film um, 
it, it, they in in the film itself they say you know we we, we brought him out too early so that so it totally explains why he is how how he is and 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 gives the character room to grow into what people expected when um when they they brought this character into this film yeah and i think in terms of guardians of the galaxy like when when we think of characters in this universe in this story singular story we don't think of like the captain americas of the Mm -hmm. solar system (laughs) we don't think of that like they like i love the fact that they played weirdo at the start Mm -hmm. of this movie um because it just fit for not only this this um, movie, but it also fit for the entire, like, what Guardians is all about. Like, we see a lot of very strange things with Guardians. Of course, PG-13. So, so yeah, to to your point, like, they took him, they explained it. Um, He behaved accordingly, Mm -hmm. and his hug joke worked. Okay, (laughs) granted, the entire time I was thinking about how superior of a movie this is to quantum mania like mm-hmm. in every which way the yep. people who gave quantum mania like a pass because of the quote-unquote visual effects fuck you <laughs> because <laughs> the visual effects in this movie like dear lord are you i just don't i don't understand um i'm still mad like I as much as I love this movie, it just fueled like a hate for Quantum Mania to just like come right mm-hmm. back up. I'm like, oh, that movie bothered yeah. me so much. Yeah. Um, because it did all the wrong things, and like mm-hmm. this movie pretty much did all the right things. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Speaking, yeah. I, I'm glad you brought up music because I did make a note about that too, and and how throughout all three of these films, uh, how score really like. What so is also what sets the sets the Guardians trilogy up and out for, as far as giving that distinctive voice more so than other than the MC, other films in the MCU and even other films in general. Um, as far as like whenever you use use various songs like you know. Um, oh, so you're talking no about the soundtrack, not the score. Yeah, yeah, the no. soundtrack. Yeah, the soundtrack. And also the score too. I mean, some of the original compositions, but also the soundtrack. Um, you know, whenever using like very popular songs like "No Sleep Till Brooklyn" and how it's utilized in the story, but but then other thing, other other you know other uh, parts of the soundtrack again. You know, serve. You know, those those songs are are really like if you know when you listen to the lyrics, they're also part of telling the story about these characters these characters and and what they're feeling at that moment and and instead of just you know you know of course we had the big hallway fight with but it worked there it was it wasn't just like oh we're just you know using a very popular song from the beastie boys to like you know make us a kick-ass scene which it was a kick-ass scene but you know but it but it 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 fit yeah. It's what we expect. I mean, it's yeah. the third Guardians movie, and the yeah. soundtrack like won all sorts of awards from the first one. So I, yeah. I wouldn't expect the one. Ironically, the one song that threw me, and not because it's a bad song, because I happen to love this song. I remember listening to the song a fucking lot when it first came out. 
Um, but when they started playing Dog Days Are Over by Florence and the Machine, I'm like, what the? Ah, what? <laughs> huh? Like, yeah. that one. Still don't really understand how it got on. Like, like really? Um, because that... I don't know how big that song was. I remember. Well, I, love that. I love that song. Yeah. 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 So yeah. I don't know. It just, it just threw me and I still don't necessarily know if it worked exactly because it was just, it was just a bit jarring. Um, but, but yeah, um, I, I expect nothing less than a grade A soundtrack for a Guardians movie um, yeah. or for a James Gunn movie. Exactly. I was going to say any kind of James Gunn project because, I mean, we saw that like Peacemaker and and, and, and the Suicide Squad and other uh, other projects from him as well. Um, yeah. Um, what other things to talk about? Um, Gamora. We're mm-hmm. all idiots, or at least I am, because like for some reason... The thought that, oh, of course she's going to be, quote-unquote, alive in this movie is because she's the version of Gamora that came from the past to the future in Endgame. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Why didn't anybody explain that to me sooner? I mean, I'm kind of glad nobody did because during the movie I was like, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> well, well, been, granted, yeah. he did say, like, I don't know, though, why everyone else from the past, like, got um, snapped out of Earth except for her. Mm-hmm. But whatever. Soulstone. Yeah. Um, so it works. But I'm glad that they also kind of acknowledge eh, there's also a massive hole in it. But just go with it. Um, so so I like that. I, I yeah. like how she was handled. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I can't, I don't know what other word to use than just like, it's a good movie just because I don't really have that many criticism about it. Yeah. And when I do hear people talk about it, instead of like joining in on the fray, I'm more like, well, the play devil's advocate. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And that's, yeah, yeah. I mean, there's obviously there's, there's some nits, but I mean, I'm just trying to think like, you know, there's not the nits that, like, that stick with you. Like, you know, it's been, like, now almost a week since I've watched a film. And usually, if there's a, you know, like, we have, if there's, like, a, a bad nit or, like, oh, God, the third act, like, fell apart, like, usual or something like that. I mean, I just don't have th- those kind of things that just, like, are, like, just nagging me after watching this film. If anything, the more distance I get from it, the more I... And the more I, I appreciate this movie and realize, like, oh, this is, and, and like thinking back to when I f- watched the first Guardians years ago, this is when I really think about it. The Guardians trilogy, especially the first Guardians, has been, but was really when I like I think really got locked into the MCU as far as just a franchise, you know, other ones, I like the films and stuff, but it was, but the thing is, I was not familiar with these characters really at all. And, 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 and when I saw guardians, you know, you know, obviously the, it it did kick off many things as far as the souls, you know, with the, you know, with the soul, the, the infinity stones and everything. So, you know, it was a very foundational film. The first volume one for, for many things that you know led up to Endgame, um, 
and but also for me but also i think really expanded the mcu to to more than just the you know, earthbound adventures that we saw with the with in, the, in this universe yeah um i don't know i've always been the guardians has just always been i don't i hmm, i re, i remember liking the first one i remember having some issues with the second one yeah. and um the third one um just fresh out of the theater my first thought was like i think this is my favorite guardians movie <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but then again, that that was fresh out of the theater. So I would have to watch, and I can't honestly remember the last time I watched the first movie, um, much less the second movie. I've listened to kind of funny's reviews um and rewatches. So of especially the second one. They're very high on the second one. I don't I, I don't really understand it, but hey, teach yeah. their own. Right. Um but yeah, so I I, I guess my point being is going into this movie, like Guardians was never like my, oh, I can't wait for the next Guardians movie coming out. I was like, it's a good movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and yeah. no, well, I didn't stay for the very end where they tease that <laughs> Star Lord will return. <laughs> oh, well, no. you didn't miss anything. Yeah, that, 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 that was a bit for me that. Uh, as far as Peter and the grandfather, because again, I had completely forgotten about the grandfather. Uh, and I'm, the only reason why it made any point for me it was because, uh, I, like I said, I just recently getting ready for to watch volume three. I, I did rewatch uh, the first film, I, I didn't get a chance to watch the second film, but uh, I remembered the grandfather um, because of that. And uh, but also like they can also uh, that uh, when when prior to the end credit uh, within the, within the movie earlier in the movie when um, it came up about Peter's grandfather and you know run why Peter running from Earth and that kind of stuff um, yeah I was like oh yeah but I was like I, I thought about that moment in the whenever Peter's mom dies and um, right. It's it's um the whole Peter grandfather like actually I guess that would be my one criticism as much as I like everyone coming full circle it did feel weird to me yeah. we just saved Rocket we have Rocket back bye guys bye guys yeah. <laughs> I'm like you you fought to like reunite only to disperse and and I get everyone kind of it made sense in terms of what we were seeing except for the peter grandfather thing it just yeah it would have if, if this was the true end game that james had in mind for him i wish a seed would have been planted planted in at least the second movie you yeah, know yeah yeah it did it didn't feel earned it, it didn't no. it, at, at all um and, and so that was one that that i, I do even when I was when I was watching the film, I'm like, um, he doesn't talk about Grandpa much at all. <laughs> in this, in well, even returning to Earth, like the yeah. thought, it was clear to me in that scene early on where it's brought up, the thought has never even crossed his mind to go back yeah. home. Mm-hmm. Like, and then like 
oh, but we're going to have this exchange. And now that's all you can think about. And it's like, yeah. no, he's still clearly in love with Gamora. Right. And so, it, like, he'll stay there for two days. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's yeah, just, it's it doesn't make sense to me. Like, he's got, maybe he has to stay there long enough to know how to drive a car. Maybe. Maybe he'll learn how, yeah. Yeah, he could do that. And I know, I remember when I read the paper, whenever he was having, the scene reminded me a lot of, actually, of um, of uh, Andor, because he's, like, with the uh, cereal, eating cereal. Because <laughs> they're. Because Grandpa's in there reading the paper, and there was a reference to uh, to Doctor Strange, I believe, in the in, if I recall real quickly on the on the on the film uh, in the paper there. But uh, it just again, it just that was the one that. Um, but again, if it's you know, it gets to the point where it's like, you know, it's the found family. Everybody's lost something, but then you know, but at the same time, everyone has gained something too. And I guess in Peter's case. Maybe his this is this is his since he I don't know if I want to I don't say he has come to accept that what happened with Gamora, but I think he's like okay I can start to grow and move move from what happened and 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 losing that losing what we had um, and especially whenever she's like you know had, you know had made the point of I bet we were fun. And I think that not only includes Peter, but I think just just the whole group as well. Um, yeah. 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 I'm just a little bit distracted because I noticed in my notes how I misspelled Adam, and <laughs> the spell checking didn't even catch it. And now I'm just oh. trying to think what oh. kind of what does the word ADMA mean? <laughs> oh, yeah, I just saw that, <laughs> is that too. Even a real <laughs> word? Like, why is it not? Huh, interesting. Yeah. Um, and how did I well, I, I know how I misspell words all the time. Um, but yeah, anything yeah. else I'm just thinking um, about here. I mean, other only other I mean, I know the organic cat planet. I, I love the moments with Nathan Fillion's character and and and, and whatever, like oh the, the bit where it's like, Oh yeah, I have one of those two as far as with the you know, as far as the knucklehead cousin or friend, uh, that recurring joke that that happened. I mean, it, it that those those were moments where I definitely like laughed out loud, um, for sure. Um, and then you know, and I know a lot has been made of the uh, you know, clearly the the high evolutionary and the the experimentation. Um, you know, I think Opita, um, like tweeted out, uh, yep, about um how James Gunn was recognized for for you know not addressing those it's that issue in, in this film and um you know and you know and i know a lot of people are like oh you know okay we'll get broke and all that kind of stuff and or politics and films and whatnot but it was i mean it was a very you know it, it made the point without beating you over the head in a lecturing kind of way but that uh there this was some nasty shit that was going on at the have evolutionary was doing right and, and uh, and I will say the one moment I where I did gasp it was not necessarily experimentation, but when Rocket and his friend were like talking, and then High Evolutionary killed her. Um, I did. I mean, even though we, I saw that the friends, you know, we know with the experimentation where it was going to go, but to see it happen in that moment, I mean, um, whether it was they were euthanized to do the experiments, or when the experiments went wrong, and you know, in the tubes. Uh, or when he just flat out murdered her, 
uh it i i did i was just like i did get a uh, that was a you know and that the hats off to bradley cooper and i can't remember who did the voice for for what was her name um uh his one of the four animals there uh but at that that moment that def, definitely like that definitely got me but uh i it you know i was telling a friend they were asking should i take my kid to it i was like well i was like yeah i don't know if you if they're under 10 i don't know they could they thinking about taking their grandsons and i'm like i don't know if you should dad yeah, maybe when they're a little bit older <laughs> <laughs> it might be a little uh, it might be a bit much for little kids with some of the animal uh experimentation that was going on right right okay uh, yeah but uh yeah that and also that that encounter earth too i mean that was um you know with the i thought that was a funny bit even though it was in it tragically uh, but to your point earlier uh you know with the dangers of someone playing god like that um and 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 um destroying whole whole civilizations just because of you know he's just jealous of rocket <laughs> yeah well He's obsessed with Rocket. Like every, yeah. everything else he creates pales in comparison. So he's willing to destroy all his other creations just in order to get the one that truly worked and to figure out why. Yeah. Um, so it, I, I wasn't expecting that um, because we've gotten similar characters in the past, but never going down that route. So yeah. um it it was a good twist on something we have seen before. So yeah, um, and very well acted and performed as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he's. I know we saw him in uh, Peacemaker, and he's yep. and he uh, he's very good actor. And but and and uh, you know, and also just the, the whole high evolutionary rocket interplay uh, when Rocket did get his. Uh, we 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 learned why he where you know has the mask and stuff. I mean it was you know even though it's like hey it's Red Skull, but uh, um, but you know th- that was another like very cathartic moment um, for 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 we as for Rocket and we as viewers as far as like yeah this guy got what he's got had got, got what he was coming towards him for doing these things. So, uh, but yeah, I mean, it, it, again, it was a very good film. I mean, it's just so many, well, you know, now that we're, we're, I know it took us a moment to get into it, but once we get, once you start really breaking it down and, and thinking about what all transpired, it's a very packed film. Yeah. It, like they, I don't know how many I wrote out. Oh, what did I do? Um, opening nowhere fight scene, bomb ass. And then we we do a bunch of flashback thingy thingy, and then we go to Counter Earth. No, we go to the Organic Planet, and then we go to mm-hmm. Counter Earth, and then we have the final sequence. We probably spent the most time in the beginning, mm-hmm. and then like the, when we get to Count Organic Planet, yeah, like a good twenty minutes, yeah, and then a good twenty minutes in um, Counter or, or on Counter Earth. And then a good twenty minutes in space. Um, yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And the only reason I yeah, allow I like- the almost like Peter Quill death um, is because it's a callback to the first movie because a similar thing happens, and I'm like, he did it once. Like, why in the hell? I don't care anymore. Granted, they did it like they went very far, and I'm like, really? You have to have him loaded? Like, 
whatever. Um, I just let it go. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah. So if you if you haven't watched it, go and watch it. Um, yeah. All right. Well, on that note, Will, why don't you tell our listeners where they can find you? Yes, you can find me on Twitter at Will M. Polk, W-I-L-L-M-P-O-L-K. You can find me at S.J. Belmont, S-J-B-E-L-M-O-N-T. Please follow our crew on Twitter at Scene and Nerd. Find us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram, and visit our website, www.sceneandnerdpodcast.com. But most importantly, rate, follow, and comment on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Good night, geek out. You're welcome.